0: That's right. guys, welcome inside episode number 51, really 52, as I was stating a couple of days ago. Technically, I didn't count the New Year's Eve uh, podcast I did, I didn't number it because it was just a year in review. But uh, today we're just going to take a look back at the 50 episodes, there are going to be some breaks in between, so if you need to get a refill on your coffee, your tea, coke, or your alcoholic beverage of choice, please do so. We're just going to kind of go through uh, basically a compilation of who I had on each episode. And uh, again, I was stating a couple days ago, it's just just such an honor and, and just a humbling privilege just to sit down and mostly, since we were in a pandemic, over the uh, phone just kind of speak with these individuals and and get their mindset on uh, different issues we're dealing uh, with in the world and um, and and my we we've had just a crazy 2020. Um, some things are still going on. Uh, we were able to breed certain instances. You'll probably I don't know what I'm talking about as we're going along, and probably already may might get a gist of. Um, What I'm talking about so we'll start by kicking off episode one. I had my wife Jennifer on the podcast uh, when we kicked off anchor uh, a year ago yesterday on Memorial Day and so uh, Just reflecting back to that episode um, She talked about her journey what brought her into being a massage therapist and everything of that nature and we just talked about various issues, uh, you know, and everything. And uh, we've learned a lot from each other, uh, you know, not as far as just uh, living together over the years, but, uh, you know, being in a interracial a uh, relationship and marriage now. Um, and, you know, it, it's great. You know, when we sat down, we first got into a relationship, she was like, hey, you know, uh, let me know. You know, does this offend you, or you know? Hey, anytime something comes up, you know, let's talk about it. You know, so I can get a better understanding. And it's it's just been refreshing. Not just uh, my wife, but other people in our circle. Um, you, you know, they've just been so supportive um, over the years, and it's it's been really great. Um, you know, she's just my rock. She's my everything. Um, and she'd probably say the same thing But, um, you know when, when, you, when you join up with your partner For, for, for life uh, or, or you want to make it for life You know, when you take those vows And it was just so awesome You know, we were trying to figure out Where we were going to have our wedding We ended up doing it in New Orleans Of all places, but It's just fitting um, You know, we've been together 10 plus years Actually 11 uh, Before we got married And you know, it was it was awesome to, you know, have a wedding there and celebrate. You know, we love New Orleans, but just you know, the people that were able to come from the visiting, uh, from you know, Alaska, uh, Japan to you know, here even in the United States, um, Tennessee, New Mexico, just all over. Uh, majority from Arkansas, but. You know, just the people that took those drives or flew or whatever the case was just, you know, we thank each and every one of you, uh, just so many people to name and a lot were on the podcast, um, but we just enjoyed just a great, great time. Uh, Two weeks before everything shut down with the pandemic and everything, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen in the future when we made plans um, September 2019 where we're going to have the wedding and um, you know we're just fortunate and blessed by the grace of God to have our wedding and be able to celebrate with all our friends and, and family. Well, pretty much everybody was that was there that was family. But yeah, it was awesome. And two weeks, uh, one of the dates um, that was on the calendar we were thinking about was March 21st, and we would have been packing up headed to New Orleans, and then. <laughs> didn't know and yet we wouldn't have got to have our wedding we we would have had to postpone it and a lot of people were doing that throughout the year my wife was part of this uh, you know brides group on Facebook and it was kind of sad you know a lot of people having to cancel their weddings or postpone them and then some still you know uh, went through uh, with their weddings and we even had some friends that got married uh, recently this year I'm sure they were uncertain about that, but episode two, I uh, had Richard Willis on, uh, husband and, and father of three boys. Um, man, seems like when we first met in 2013, seems like um, it was just almost like we had known each other, <laughs> you know, connected on so many different levels there with sports and entertainment industry and and you name it, you know, a great friend and brother. Um, but, you know, we just conversed. Uh, we touched on the Last Dance documentary with the Chicago Bulls. They did um, their, their their final three-peat. And great, great documentary, which is now Netflix. Uh, it was on ESPN originally. But also, uh, we lost uh, Kobe Bryant um, about, you know, um, what, in January 2020 so over a year ago and it still seems just unreal we lost him and uh you know his daughter died in a plane crash a, a month there was nine or ten others on there and it just makes you think about you know how life just the blink of an eye can end you know how short it can be actually you know but um, actually we and uh, we we sampled some of the rocks tequila terramata tequila which you can buy now um which is pretty good, I, you know. I I, I thought uh, it was it was pretty good. Uh, you know, join that over the rocks and whatnot. I mean, it is happy hour, right? <laughs> so uh, yeah, we had a really good podcast. That was actually the second one we did, but uh, so the third one. So going back to New Orleans, I had uh, Brandon Flower on episode three, and his wife uh, this year joined me for episode number forty-two, Erica. But. Uh, yeah, so Brandon took us through his journey of being a, uh, a EMT, a first responder, you know, firefighter basically. And uh, man, just, just the training it goes through, you know. And I've watched, you know, TV shows, Rescue Me to 911, which is a popular show. We love 911. And just you know, some of the stuff, you know, some of the stuff's kind of a little uh, uh, ridiculous. Acidine is kind of out there. But, um, you know, you just you just never know. Now, even during the pandemic, um, to even you know uh, be going through that as a first responder, I just can't imagine. But um, and he was just also talking about you know going to New York, the site of nine eleven, you know where they lost you know um, a lot of a lot of people that day. Um, you know, everybody remembers nine eleven. You know. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure that was definitely an honor and we're supposed to be going out to visit them in, uh, July. They just moved from San Francisco to Auburn. So new city to check out. Uh, we're actually going out for their, uh, baby girl's first birthday, which she shares a birthday with my uh, grandma who passed away in October 2011. Rest in peace. So that was really cool that, um. You know, she was born on my grandma's uh, birthday last year, so definitely going to be celebrating with them come here in about a month and a half. Episode four had Julie Reagan, who I met actually at UALR uh, during my days of being a Sigma Nu. Uh, she was in the Kyle Omega sorority. But uh just feel like, uh, you know, we had Thanksgiving at her mom's house in 2019, and uh, it was almost just like we just picked up where we left off. I hadn't seen her in several years, and uh, you know we did our podcast Sticky Fingers. Actually, the weekend Kobe Bryant passed away. He, he died that Sunday, and we were out uh, Sticky Fingers that Saturday night before we saw uh, the '90s Dial Up band, which was awesome. And so uh, it was just interesting getting to know where you know where she came from and her journey into the Air Force and, you know, traveling, you know, lived in Alaska and even in Texas and everything, so just really cool, and it's almost one of those things, you know, one of those people you can just kind of pick up the phone and, you know, hey, uh, maybe you either need something or hey, hey, just checking on you, see how you were doing, and uh, I was actually doing that yesterday, my computer's down, so me wondering probably why I'm not working, so I've got Locked out of my computer. Can't even get really to my desktop to even log in. So I texted her about uh, one of the uh, help desk numbers and she didn't have it. But it was funny. We had a joke. Uh, we have this leave line number. You know, we call like if we're going to be late or we're going to be absent. And she had that. So he's kind of got a chuckle out of that. But uh, always, a, you know, always a sister and friend. Um, you know, so really good relationship with her. I had Kyle Brown, previous uh, colleague for episode five on, and we did a couple of years ago, podcast at Starbucks, and, you know, he was. we were just kind of talking about, you know, the uh, police brutality that kind of was going on, and, and you know, getting stopped by the cops, which uh, a couple of guests I had on, and I'll later we'll talk about, kind of dive more into that on uh, those episodes, but. You know, it's just it's just one of those things that you just never know what's gonna happen, and if you're gonna arrive home safe. If you're a minority, um, as we know, so much has gone down the last five years. Um, you know, it's crazy. It's almost thinking back to what was going on in in the '50s and '60s. You know, um, just just you know, riots and all kind of stuff. Um, one guy I met, uh, on episode six, Deshaun Blunt, uh, so I was meeting, uh um, one of my friends, Jeff Miller, for a podcast in, uh, in, in Benton, Arkansas, and we were at the gas station, and this guy approaches us, and immediately we were like, you know, who is this guy, you know, he comes over, and I thought it was just, you know, a petition to sign or something, you know, uh, and we didn't know what was going on, and so he was basically, uh, he was one to dive into like ancestry and and, and you know him being uh, a Moor and everything and and you know I was like wow this is this could be some compelling stuff so I went to a park there in Benton and we did the podcast and just a complete stranger uh, now a friend and just didn't even know him just came out of nowhere and it was just so interesting so uh, you know. If, Felt like more. Of he he was a, a true historian. You know he had done his research and and, and everything about um, you know the first settlers here in the U.S. So definitely check out that episode six. Definitely, uh, that's definitely one of my my favorite episodes. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, definitely do so. In at number seven, I had Lewis the Gons Bueling on, uh, who was a fellow Sigma brother from the UCA chapter. Uh, now residing in Orlando, Florida, working for Universal Studios, and that was a pretty interesting podcast, just seeing the grind and the journey, you know and it's almost like um, you know, reward at the end of the tunnel, you know, you're just trying to get to maybe where you want to be and, you know, I've I've talked with several people, you know, about you know, hey, what do you want to do or get to that point where you're at that dream job and I could probably count on my hand probably friends in our circle that maybe they're at a job because it pays a lot of money or, you know, maybe they're at a job that, you know, they went to school for they ended up, you know, wanting to do but maybe not receiving, you you know their compensation, what they rightfully deserve and we'll get to that later in the show but uh, it was really cool, you know just hearing that story, and um, and we even talked about uh, the Pulse nightclub shooting that happened a few years ago in Orlando. And uh, Lewis even took part in um, uh, protesting as well in Orlando. So it was interesting getting his viewpoints on that and, and how that went, um, in, in Orlando because you know. Uh, last year there was a lot of that going on last summer after Mr. George Floyd was killed. So uh, that was that was really interesting uh, hearing that from him. And then kind of back to you know when I was talking about Kyle Brown uh, a few minutes ago. So I had Denard Stewart, uh, who I met through one of my good friends Steve Wright, and uh, he was just talking about as far as you know uh, you know living in. Sherwood area, and if anybody knows about Sherwood, Arkansas, um, it's, <laughs> wow, uh, I mean, it's patrol, you know, it's it's somewhat safe, but, you know, the cops are out there, um, you know, I've gotten pulled over there, uh, nothing bad happened or anything, just a little speeding, but uh, you just never know in that area, you know, and, you know, just going to, you know, if, if you ever went to court there for a citation it's just it's crazy the, like you'll see their line is is just out the door like you're thinking that you're at a grand opening uh, or whatnot for like Costco or something I mean and I think they've got the, the most uh, they broke the most tickets there around in the uh, Pulaski County area as far as in the North Little Rock area I mean it seems like everybody goes there But uh, we touched on some Marvel movies as well. We've got that in common, uh, the superhero genre uh, there. Uh, So we we dove into the Phase 4 last year. Um, And since there was no Comic-Con, which actually is going to take place this year at Statehouse Convention Center here in Little Rock for us, uh, those that are in Arkansas. I believe, uh, Steve Borden, who actually goes by the name of Sting and wrestling is going to be here He's now with AEW and, uh, April O'Neil from the Ninja Turtles movie. Uh, she's, she's going to be here as well. And I'm trying to remember what actress, but anyway, uh, I had my big brother, uh, Kevin Gerard, who's also, uh, in my wedding, one of my groups in that episode nine and who we call, uh, He's like the Hulk of our group, the muscle, but, uh, just, just a brilliant mind and man, just, it's interesting to kind of pick somebody's brain, you know, as far as like even just political science. I mean, he, wow, he, sh- he should be running for office, but I mean, he's just, um uh, you can just with so much knowledge, you know, especially, you know, someone that, that's, that's, uh, traveled and been places and, you know, and. and and just has, you know, and kind of just, you know, as far as uh, being biracial and, you know, uh, looking at different sides and points of views of things and, and whatnot. Uh, so it was a great podcast. Finally get him on. And and I, I remember we almost lost him. Uh, he had, uh, and he even talked about it on the podcast. Uh, he got hit. About 15 years ago, actually in Aug be August this year, 15 years, and I remember like it was yesterday. And I was back home in Texarkana, getting ready to come back up. Uh, came up a week earlier. Uh, received a call from his uh, ex girlfriend at the time, and said he had been uh, hit by a car. And you know, you just wow, there's so many things going through your mind. And you know, so I was like, I was like, oh told my mom, I was like, hey, I need to pack, get back. You know, this is what happened. You know. So, he's still with us, kicking, uh, crazy as ever, but just glad he's still with us. And before we go to our commercial break here, uh, number 10 episode I had, uh, Wendy, and uh, Wendy we met a few years ago at the pool. Uh, she actually comes to us from Germany, but now lives in Mississippi with uh, her husband uh, on a military base, so I could just imagine... With everything, COVID 19, how that was living on a military base. But it was just cool, um, you know, hearing the different comparisons of what it's like, you know, as far as the schooling from Germany and to here in the US and everything. And, and she'd been back a couple of times in between there, uh, you know, living here and working and then going back and then coming back. So it was awesome um, uh, listening to her story and journey. And, you know, she had just alluded to a little bit on the podcast that, you know, she too, who her husband is African-American and she worried just as my wife does. You know, if I go down the street to the gas station, am I going to make it back, you know, safely? And that's kind of things people really need to kind of understand, you know, hey, you know, our wives are wor- wondering, are we going to make it back safe? And that's just a thing that a lot, a lot of people probably don't experience or know about um, unless they're a minority. Um, so that's when some people, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people and I've seen like on their Instagram or Facebooks, you know, uh, June 2nd, you know, it was, you know, all blackout. You know, they just had a, uh, you know, it was the color black on the background photo, you know, it was all black, you know, black lives matter basically. And so, uh, yeah, yeah. So she definitely understands, uh, you know, I mean just, you know, wife of someone who's in the military, but also African American. So you can just, you know, you could just only imagine, um, what, you know, people that are married to a minority, uh, what they face and what they go through. So definitely check out that episode as well. But we're here at our our commercial break here and we'll be back and we'll dive in at the next 10 episodes here on Happy Hour with Ryan. We are back, back, back with part two of analyzing the last year of the Happy Hour with Ryan podcast. We're going to get back and jump back into this. So episode 11, we had uh, Sergeant B, Marcus Bush, a uh, guy who I had met. Um, many of you know some that don't. I did a uh, city year, which was AmeriCorps program. Um, And it was through the Clinton Foundation here in Little Rock. But I met him in 2006. We were core mates for that about 10 months. uh, Did about 1,700 community service hours. uh, Had a lot of fun. Learned a lot. Um, We had a pretty good group core members. um, Probably almost nearly 30-something core members. And uh, it was really cool to just kind of take a year off from school and, and just kind of give back to the community, especially here in Little Rock, uh, Arkansas. And uh, I was actually uh, stationed at the 7th Street Elementary School. I believe it's now under a new name. Um, I want to say Bishop Lindsay Elementary, if I'm not mistaken. Correct me if I'm wrong. But anyway, yeah, it was awesome. So we were in the classrooms um, Monday, a half day. And then Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and then Fridays were our leadership development days, or we call it LDD, or we would do community projects, uh, whether it was painting murals or it was um, sometimes special projects uh, for that group school, uh, which was kind of spread out. We had four teams, and so, but it was really cool. And then we ended. Um, Actually, we went to a thing called Syzygy, which is, um, kind of like a celebration of the year, just our dedication, core members, what we did for our service and everything. And so, uh, we actually got to take a trip, uh, by flight to, uh, and it's actually the first time I, I, I had flown ever. This was 2007. Um, we went to New Hampshire and, uh, it was really cool and it kind of reminded me a lot of Arkansas, um just the nature um and just you know just just real beautiful scenery and uh so yeah we stayed on a private school campus I can't even think of the name of it right now but anyway it was really fun uh Bill Clinton uh former president he was actually our speaker uh, night one we were there we were actually there um, about a week actually so it was really cool and then we had to uh, perform these routines where we got in front of the, all the other sites. And I mean, we had uh, the Seattle site, we had uh, Louisiana. Um, uh, we just had so many sites there. And we had to put together, like this, you know, like I said, this routine uh, with our site and everything with our core members. And it was just coming together. Uh, it was really, really, really awesome. But anyway, yeah, so Marcus came on and he talked to us about, um, his journey as far as into, he's now in the military and everything. He actually, um, is an alumnus of Henderson State University where my mom actually graduated college. And also one of our other guests here upcoming, I'm going to talk about as well here soon. But it was really cool. And, um. He actually does a podcast on Anchor called the Regenerated Podcast. Definitely check it out. Um, he's just man. He just has so much positive energy in the room. Like when you just walk in, or when he, you know, you see him, or when he comes into the room, he it just his aura just lights up and everything. So it's really cool. Um, he's actually a member of the AFA Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity as well. But uh, he is in Texas now uh, and has a family. So, uh, yeah, just wish him the best there. But, uh, yeah, he provided a lot of feedback on the podcast and, and uh, just different uh, interesting viewpoints and perspectives on some things that, you know, uh, and something we had in common. We were kind of brought up and raised in the church and. You know, as we grow, you know, grown up and, and seen things, you know, you kind of view things sometimes in, 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 a, in a different light and whatnot. So, you'll know definitely what I'm talking about when you listen to that episode or if you already have. Or check out his um, podcast, Regenerated Podcast on Anchor. Episode 12 uh, is one of my favorites of all time here on Happy Hour. Actually brought a uh, Big Stan Harris uh, from... Uh, the city, great city of Texarkana. He's from the Arkansas side, but uh, but yeah, we had we did a really cool podcast. So he's actually a wrestler, and um, some kind of interesting uh, story he told as far as like some of the inner working, somewhat, and and little things like that as far as what goes in detail with wrestling, so to speak and uh, he was really good friends with uh, one of my cousins that also lives in Texarkana but uh, we're hoping to do a part two for season two of happy hour with Ryan and a dive into more uh, he just recently became the Texarkana wrestling champion which was a first so congrats to him on that they have an upcoming event June 5th at the Red Bone Magic Brewery uh, he cut some vicious promos they're pretty funny but yeah he knows his stuff he definitely knows his stuff uh so check out that that show we did it was pretty cool just kind of chatting up about wrestling in his life as well in at number 13 uh we have one of our dearest friends and um uh, ali douglas right here from uh, uh right here in little rock actually brian arkansas and ali's just a great person uh you know, I can really attest again, I even did it, uh, you know, during the pre hype show and even during the show, just, it's one of those people, you know, you, you know, you pick up the phone and, you know, whatever you need, you know, she's there and, you know, she had just stayed of course, and we'd be there for her if anything, you know, would happen happened if she needed us and she had tested the, the same thing basically. And, uh, yeah, she, she's definitely a great person, um, Really cool and and it was crazy. So we had our wedding, uh, you know, in New Orleans, and um, and she was actually supposed to ride down with um, one of our Fraternity Brothers and his wife, but uh, fortunately, one of their friends' uh, child was was killed here in Little Rock and by, uh, uh, by a driver, and just one of those freak, just crazy accidents and. She called my wife and said, hey, don't worry. (laughs) Just want to let you know, you know, I'm still coming. And she drove by herself. And I was thinking back to the people that drove down for our wedding. And she was one of the ones that drove by herself, but still made the trip. Just showed us how much uh, she loved and appreciated us as we do her. So thank you again, Allie. And uh, definitely want to check out that episode um, of, of the one we did with her. Coming in at fourteen, I had Eric Martinez, who graduated with me from De Queen, Arkansas, in two thousand three. Now, many many of you don't know De Queen, Arkansas. Um, well, if you're listening to this in the states, uh, so I just mentioned Texarkana a couple minutes ago. So it's about sixty-two miles north of Texarkana. If you've heard of Mena Arkansas, it's about forty-five minutes from. Uh, south of Mina, But uh, uh, interesting story Eric told us on the podcast. Uh, he went to UCA and uh, had worked at Verizon, I believe. and So he been called to come home and actually he is now preaching. Um, so, yeah, we just and we were talking about that earlier in the podcast. You just never know what your calling is going to be or you know, just depend on the circumstances, you know, and, and what brings you home, but, uh, he's doing really good, um, he's got a podcast, and if I'm not mistaken, it's called Into the Light, uh, some great stuff, great material, uh, he's posting weekly, uh, videos, uh, on his Facebook page, and scriptures, and everything, so, if you ever want to check that out, um, into the church thing and all of that nature, you know, not pressuring anybody, but yeah, definitely, uh, uh, check out Eric Martinez, E R I K Martinez. Now this next guy, man, and, uh, this one came out of the blue. (laughs) So of all the podcasts I've done, this is one of those I said, basically, you know, a stranger hit me up. So, this was probably September last year. Actually, me, my wife, and uh, Trey, we were actually at Lost 40 here in Little Rock, and I get this message, this instant message on Facebook Messenger, and I'm just like, you know, you know, say, hey, you know, and uh, I want you to interview me for your podcast. I'm thinking, like, who is this? You know, never heard of you and said, well, how'd you hear about me? And he said, uh, well, everybody was talking about your podcast, and I was thinking, really? You know, I'm like, wow, you know, taking back, like, are you serious? So, anyway, we got in contact with each other, and, uh, man, it was a great podcast, and he's he's definitely wanting to come on again. And so, uh, anyway, uh, he has a uh, book out now, um, and I've actually been reading on it, just haven't finished it, and I'm kicking myself, uh, got to. Um, Finished reading it, but it's called No Love, No Charity: The Success of the 19th Child. Paul Lamar Hunter is the author, so he's pa- painting his story for us not only on the podcast, uh, giving a synopsis of that, but um, about his book. And he was uh, one of 21 children, so that comes from a huge and, and big family there. And he's from Racine, Wisconsin and uh just incredible he's got another book out as well but i, yeah, I got it off of amazon uh yeah like i said just uh still got to finish it but so far a great story i mean com- some compelling stuff uh he's been on uh radio um shows from tavis smiley steve harvey you name it uh the big you know big names in black entertainment uh he's he's been on their shows so uh, yeah you definitely want to check that out um the brother was speaking volumes, uh, and everything. So it's definitely an inspiration. Um, you know, and it, it's very interesting. In fact, I'll never forget this when I talk about him. Um, his mother started the first homeless shelter in, uh, racing Wisconsin. So that was a huge milestone, um, uh, and everything. And just so much he shared with us and also is in the book. And as I'm reading, I'm just reflecting back. So you guys definitely want to check out number episode number 15 with Paul Lamar Hunter. At 16, I had uh, Corey Thone on. And uh, Corey now lives in Kansas uh, by way of Dardanelle, Arkansas. And uh, really sad and dedicate uh, that episode to his mother. She had passed away from COVID-19 she was in the uh, hospital in Conway Arkansas and just really sad Um, you know this is one of those things and she had just retired from teaching 32 plus years and I know and there's a couple times I've seen him post on Facebook um, and whatnot and I I understand I'll probably be the same way you know you know you got some people saying oh I mean, it was COVID is, is BS and this and that and the other and it's just like hey you know you know I had a parent that, that died from that you know try to be a little bit more respectful just some of the things he was you know hearing in the backlash and, and uh, I definitely understood where he was coming from but I can only in far distance imagine what he was really going through or what he's still going through you know, and the deadly virus and everything has, um, man, it's it's gotten a, a lot of people um, in the last year. But uh, yeah, Corey's doing great. Um, yeah, we talk at times. Uh, we, we still watch wrestling and everything. And I didn't know he still watched wrestling because I'm actually really good friends with his cousin, uh, Marcus Ains. Hope to get him on the podcast. Uh, great basketball coach in mind. But, uh, yeah, it was just really great uh, touching bases with him and, and him coming on and, and sharing his journey uh, with us as well. And just like number 16, you know, I, this next one at uh, 17, this next guy, Cody Butler, I so I met his his big brother, Nathan, who was in our wedding. I always call, I call him Captain America. When I was coming up with, uh, you know, who I wanted to, pick for my wedding who wanted to be in it um and you know Avengers Endgame it it, uh you know right before we got engaged that movie it came out a couple months prior and I was trying to match up people with kind of the personalities or who I kind of thought they kind of emulated and uh Cody's brother Nathan Captain America across the board um he's actually in the army um and whatnot and he finished his basic training, advanced training. I actually first time I wrote someone in the army and I know he appreciated it, he wrote me back. But anyway, his younger brother Cody came on at number seventeen here. And uh, you know he, he's definitely uh meaning him a lot of viewpoints that are quite similar, uh, if you wanna call it Democratic, liberal, whichever which uh and me and my wife were talking about this yesterday we were driving around it's just like you know there are some people that say they're conservative liberals and many probably would say that more than just completely and and maybe some are just 100 percent liberal or democratic or however you want to look at it but um it's just like you know there's certain things you agree with 100 percent, and there's some things you're just like well i can kind of see your point or maybe i do agree with that um But yeah, he, he talked about, and he, he's been over to England, a bunch of, and, and a bunch of different countries, so he talked about his travel there, which was really interesting. So definitely, uh, check out that episode as well. One of our entrepreneurs comes in at number 18, uh, Hollywood, which if you're in the Little Rock area, you probably know her, you may know her family that owns Sims Barbecue, and I was really sad, um, the other week, um. The Sims Barbecue Restaurant, uh, I believe one of, the, uh, I believe the oldest one, South of Guyon Springs, caught fire. So hopefully everyone was okay, and they maybe want maybe try to get restored here in the near future. So best wishes uh, to them there. But uh, she opened up her own business um, last year, and it was really cool. I actually went to her grand opening, and uh, some of the, some of some of the best barbecue. And I could tell, you know, that, that Sims taste to it. Um, but just great person, lively, uh, energetic. And uh, you can definitely tell that uh, our conversation we had on, on that podcast episode. So definitely uh, take a listen there. And just rounding out here, Ken Brooks, uh, we had him in uh, 19. He was probably one of the second most downloaded episodes and plays on the podcast uh, I did with him last year and Ken is actually uh, married to uh, my cousin Gwen uh, so he's fam and uh, he's into the, the, the keto routines a ketoid and all of that and it was interesting and I pretty much it's one of those things that you know sometimes I'll ask the questions or whatnot, but I just let him have it so uh, yeah he he took over the podcast and uh, he talked about his journey, uh, you know, through Texas and everything and how he got to this point in life. And he also had, a uh, he and, and, and Gwen were, they were actually in Peru a few years ago and he got really sick and almost just about died. But uh, yeah, he talked about that on that episode at 19. And before we get to our, our break uh, for this compilation on Happy Hour for 11 through 20, at number 20, uh, Billy Hattridge, uh, the right reverend here, as we like to say, in, 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 in the country community. He's also uh, OT Dad. He has a podcast as well on uh, on uh, Anchor Spotify. Um, wow. Um, I tell you, uh, we were doing that podcast He reminds me so much. So, basically, his wife, Kim, her brother is one of my best friends, and we've known them all our lives, basically. Um, They actually, well, uh, my best friend, Joey, he lives, uh, he's one of my co-best men also, by the way. But anyway, his mom still lives next door to my grandma's house in Benloman, Arkansas, again, small community probably about 30 miles uh, from Ketcher County, but anyway, he reminds me a lot of Joey and Kim's dad, uh, Buddy Mills, and uh, he passed away, I believe he was 50, um, right before Joey actually uh, graduated uh, high school. It was his senior year, my junior year, and he passed away, I believe, in March, and just sudden, sad. Uh, it's really sad, and just all of a sudden, uh, he had basically he had an inoperable brain tumor. So, just to put it in perspective, anybody seen the, the Saw movies? Uh, it was the we found out the first within the first three movies. But um, yeah, so pretty much, um, you know, you can't operate. So, and you just you see somebody kind of just. Turned into a vegetable. It was. It was really awful. It was really sad. And, um, I looked up to Buddy as a father figure, and um, and many of the kids there in the community did. And man, uh, if I had, if I wished anybody to marry us, and don't get me wrong, we loved our uh, pastor Herbert Shirley that married us uh, last year. But um, definitely, as I was growing up, I definitely wanted Buddy to officiate our uh, whoever I was going to marry. Uh, our ceremony but unfortunately he passed away in 2002 that didn't seem like it's been uh, 19 years it does not but uh, man Billy reminds me so much of him um, he's just he's just a jack of all trades um, you know he just he wears so many hats he just does so much great work not professionally but just locally also in the community and uh, we're just glad to uh, have him and I saw him at uh, actually Buddy's sister's funeral, uh, their aunt uh, Joey and Kim's aunt uh, one of my mom's good great friends from college she passed Mary and, and, and uh, that episode was for her um, but, um, but yeah it was really tr- uh, sad to hear her pass away but I saw him back in December uh, at the funeral and and it was just good to catch up with him, but uh, we had did that podcast a couple months prior. But, yeah, he just, you know, I wish, you know, and people can go back and listen to the episode and just, just hear his tone and everything. And You know, he's another positive person, and, um, you know, he's just very uplifting, uh, if you will. So, yeah, um, just, uh, you know, I was telling him, you know, hey, he, he's, he's doing great work. I know he's going to keep doing great work. In the communities, and just much like we all should, and just try to be better. So, and on uh, that note, we'll take another quick commercial break and then we'll be back looking at episodes 21 through 30 on Happy Hour with Ryan. Hey guys, welcome back. We're on our third slew of compilation episodes we're going through for 2020 2021 on Happy Hour with Ryan. Um, at 21, um, a guy who went to the same school as me in DuQueen, Arkansas, which I referenced that earlier, uh, a few years ahead of me there, Derek Van Vost. So many may know the name. He actually is in um, Springdale now, and he had actually ran for a seat in Northwest Arkansas. And it was crazy what was going on at that time. And a lot of people were, were throwing stones, this and then the other, accusing him Uh, of, of, you know, domestic uh, violence against women. And it was just, it was just ridiculous. And, you know, it, it really kind of shows you, and I kind of saw in a way more in depth how cutthroat politics really can be. Um, And, but, but the main thing, I remember we did our podcast and you guys can, can listen back at that episode. And he was just stating that, you know, Hey, I'm not trying to win. I'm just trying to bring a voice to the voices, if you will, you know, and, and echo some things that are going on up here in Northwest Arkansas. And, and many have known, and, and I've kind of known a little bit, um, I've never lived up there, but just the stories and the things you hear, um, you're just like, wow. Um, I mean, you, you expect really nothing else, and I don't know if that's kind of tapered off from Fayetteville. I, I, I think um, a lot of cockiness, uh that whole, we're better than everyone else, or at least that's how I view, as far as in my opinion, um, you know, and, and I've well documented, um, I had a run in somewhat with, um, the Sigma Nu fraternity in Fayetteville, and, um, we were up there, uh, for a party, this was like 2007, and, um, you know, it's almost like, you know, well, hey, um, we don't really recognize you as part of brothers of a Sigma new chapter. And, and, you know, we had our letters on and all of that, but it's just almost like you're looked at different. Not only that, but you really looked at differently. And because the, the other gentleman is with me, um, um, two were Jewish and other was, uh, was Asian and, and me being uh, black American, you know, it's just like, wow, and anybody that was maybe a non minority, uh, non person of color, um, probably would have got in with no problem. But anyway, beside the point, um, yeah, Derek Van Vos was on one of the best uh, high school teams in 7 a in '98, uh, played for a state championship. Come, fell up short 28 to 0 against uh, McGee, Arkansas, but one of the best teams to come out of the Queen, and, and he played both um, offense and defense. But and then uh, we learned uh, he had a, uh, kind of like a or um, learned this build at early age there, um, a young adult, and uh, how he went from Fayetteville to Arkansas Tech, but came back to Fayetteville enrolling early, um, I believe, Spring of '99. But uh, he uh, played for. Uh, Coaching Nut And he was just stating Kind of the principles And just different aspects of life You know You kind of apply to it Just to be the best you can be You know No matter what it is And you know Just to have fun So definitely check out that episode And at number 22 um, A guy who I actually met Right here in Little Rock at A flyaway brewery company Ryan Mullins uh, And you know He's he's a great person His first name is Ryan but anyway, um, he has, um, he actually was filming a, a, a movie on site, and this was back last September. And uh, we met up, connected, and we exchanged uh, information. And uh, now he's a friend of mine. And uh, kind of going back, um, you know, I think I get it from my grandma never, never just never met a stranger. And so, uh, but anyway, he does uh, trivia and everything, and he actually also has a, uh, a film company, uh, and, and don't butcher me <laughs> if, I, if I don't get it right, but I believe it's uh, Blind uh, Bandit Media, if I'm not mistaken, but, but check out, uh, he's got some, some films in it, and they've been up for awards as well. So congratulations to him. And, uh, yeah, yeah, really great guy. And we have, we've had a lot of conversations recently, all the stuff that's coming out in the media, like the employees not getting paid and they're kind of boycotting or striking if you will. And, you know, there's not many unions out there anymore, but you know, we agree, we agree on a lot of stuff and it's just like, you know, companies definitely need to realize the employees are very important. And toward the last I guess, month of my podcast, you can go back and listen. To those episodes definitely dove in on the pre-hype show about, you know, this companies not valuing, valuing their employees as they really should. Um, you know, and, and me and Ryan talk about this constantly. You know, you just, you can't make a living, you know, okay. And just to re-clarify this, to make it in Arkansas, this is just Arkansas, you know, at average, you have to make 13 25 I believe, an hour. And I believe the median uh, salary, probably 42000 in that range. And you just think some people either they probably don't make that in a year uh, or they're working multiple jobs to try to get to that amount. Or it may be a married couple that, OK, we combine. Our our household incomes together, and then you know, of course, we might might exceed that, you know, uh, which I can kind of attest to the latter. But yeah, but uh, yeah, we just have great conversations. He's definitely going to be on for some future episodes, so so definitely tune in for those. He's got he's got a lot to say. Um, at twenty three, my cousin Thurman Jones, I call T J. Um, so little, I want to say little known fact, but uh, we had. We had something in common. So back when I was uh, going to school at UALR in 2003, uh, I was uh, actually robbed at gunpoint um, right in front of the Donaghy Student Center, what we call the DSC, on campus. And it was late at night. We were walking to a club, uh, Nightlife Rocks, which it was it was mm, probably right around the corner, a good little walking distance, somewhat. But anyway, the guys approached us, and and I didn't know what was going on, and and just the way they were talking, it was just kind of odd. And yeah, they pulled a gun out. So blessed to still be alive. I don't know whether it was loaded or not. Didn't probably didn't want to obviously find out. But uh, you know, they stole our cell phones and got ten dollars from a friend of mine. And there was four of us. And then, you know, we got back and. By the time we got back to our dormitory and told the front desk resident um, who was on duty um, that night, and it was on a Saturday. Uh, these two guys had robbed two other guys at a fraternity house, so uh, they caught the guys. Uh, and I believe, to my knowledge, they're still in jail, and it's just it's just crazy. But anyway, TJ uh, had a similar story, and um, so you definitely have to catch that. Um, he's doing great, though. He's in Dallas married uh, with two uh, beautiful uh, baby daughters. Um, so, yeah, um, definitely take, check out that episode I did with TJ. Um, so we, we definitely connected on that. And uh, but, you know, and sometimes and I was thinking, well, maybe I should have left. And and my mom even said because his mom pulled him out at, within the first week, I think it was a two or three years after i got robbed he got robbed and you know my mama stated you know hey i maybe should have done that and done the same thing maybe so but of course i probably wouldn't have met all you wonderful people that are now in my life so yeah you just never know how life turns out wow this next one um which we had done a couple years ago at number 24 daily and car so i got a text message um, it was a week of Halloween. It was on a Thursday. I'll never forget. I was out with my friend Lorraine. We were having a, a drink at, uh, at, at railroad, a rail yard here in Little Rock. Um, and, you know, one his, of his good friends, Davis, had texted me and said, uh, well, I just want to let you know daily and past. And, I, you know, Amelia was like, you know, anytime somebody close to me or somebody I know that passes, you're like, freak accident, you know, whatever, and yeah, um, and I don't know uh, to the extent, um, but, you know, rest in peace, Dalian, and and another friend I had on the podcast, which I uh, was talking about in the compilation earlier, Kevin, you know, he, you know, just a loss of words, like, he was like, yeah, I was going to call you, I just, I just kind of been, you know, by myself or, you know, being alone, which is understandable. And um, just the blink, blink of an eye, you just never know what's going to happen. And, um, and addiction is scary. It's, it, it's scary. Uh, depression, anxiety, all that stuff. Um, it, it, it's hitting our young adults. And uh, I remember seeing a meme that had Kurt Cobain and Robin Williams and a bunch of other people um i want to say even amy winehouse but it was just like you know check on your friends and family you just never know what somebody's going through and i know he was definitely battling it uh me and dalian had some really good times um he was in the same uh uh dorm room as me so uh, i guess he was basically like my sweet mate and so he was like next door he wasn't my roommate roommate but he was next next door in the same room though but um you know, and I saw him a few times in the last few years, and we had caught up at Cash Restaurant downtown here in Little Rock, and just, uh, man, it's it's just crazy. Uh, but, like I said earlier, he has one of the most uh, played and downloaded episodes on Happy Hour with Ryan. Um, just tremendous support. Thank you, guys. Uh, and, again, as I stated, um, and I got the privilege and honor to speak at his um, – at his funeral back in November and his mom asked me to and hope she's doing well. And, you know, it, it was great. First time I really, um, got to speak at a funeral. Um, and, and I'm, I'm 36 going on 37. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was really great to speak in front of the dignitaries and, and, and the people there is family and, and, and loved ones there at his, at his funeral. Um, so I was just recapping, you know, the the, the memories. And actually, uh, on episode three, I did on Podbean with him. He was actually the third episode I did of the podcast. And we went to Big Orange and we had a great meal. And he actually treated me that day. He paid for everything. We even sampled some whiskeys. And he was a whiskey connoisseur. He knew his whiskeys. But he was really, really a connoisseur. He loved he was just an avid fan of Japan, Japanese anime to to uh, drinks, to whatever it was. I just really think and, and one of his cousins attested to it at his funeral. I really believe he was just just one of those just intellectual um, just gurus who just <laughs> he just he just knew so much information. You could just soak up knowledge from just uh, having conversations with him. I mean, it's one of those things you could just sit back and and light one up, have a drink, whatever you want to do, whatever your cup of tea is, and you could just you could just talk about whatever. And, and he just knew so much about different things. And actually, if I'm not mistaken, we talked about Bitcoin and this was uh, uh, 2018, but we were talking about stuff like that. And yeah, yeah, uh, you know. Cryptocurrency, all that we were discussing. So he knew his stuff; he really did. In episode twenty-five, I had Walt Kelly, who actually he campaigned for Derek Van Vos, our our guest for episode twenty-one. And I do remember this episode. uh, This was in November, so this was when we were awaiting the election results. Everybody was sweating, uh, you know, on pins and needles. We didn't know what to expect. Um, You know, election was that Tuesday. We were, you know, they were like, we may not know anything till by the next Tuesday, by that Saturday uh, had CNN on. And they had announced that uh, President Joe Biden had had won, Uh, you know, was president. And I just remember we did that podcast that day. And so, Walt, he, he had been campaigning for Derek, and, and, and we talked about some things. And and he and his son, uh, so they kind of like, um, on the side, they'll be donating uh, goods and services as far as they, they work for a pantry, a pantry, a food pantry on the side. They'll be delivering uh, things there in, in Springdale, Northwest Arkansas, which is cool. And they're really getting out. In the community, which we stress a lot on the podcast, you know getting to know your community, helping out your community and giving back and he gives back tenfold. So um, yeah, we learned a lot about him um, and everything and he provided um, some stories and, and and you know just kind of seeing how the other side works and just you know he's he's helped out in the black community. And everything, and, and he just brings that to the forefront. And he's always wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt, or you know, he's always just having a fist in the air, or, or, or whatever. He's always just showing love. So, so uh, you yeah, appreciate him being in our community. Twenty-six. I had uh, Ebony Blevins, um, who it was really interesting. To speak with her and sit down, Um, she went to uh, a lot of cities during the protest last summer and just seeing it through the camera lens. She's a photographer, if you will, use a little jargon there. But anyway, um, you know, she had went to, I believe, Portland and I want to say Seattle. You can revisit that episode. But yeah, I mean, that was a crazy time. Uh, I was talking about it, uh, you know, earlier. You know, throwing smoke bombs and all that stuff, and and you know tear gas, or whatever you, you know rubber bullets. I mean, stuff was getting crazy, and this was truly what you know in the you know '60s and all that was going on. But uh yeah, so she kind of painted us a picture of how it was. She went with some friends and traveled around, and I you know that's that's definitely something that she'll probably remember for the rest of her life Um, and you know she also uh, protested Little Rock uh, during that time everything was going on at number 27 we had Nancy Davenport on on Happy Hour with Ryan and um, you know I remember something and my mom's a teacher I remember something she, she told me even early before I even thought about maybe what career I wanted to go into and she said you know Ryan there's no money in teaching. You know, teachers are really the unsung heroes. Um, They just do so much. Uh, You know, it's it's the work, not so much they put in on a daily basis, but sometimes after hours, you know, when everybody's, you know, kind of going home, you know, they, you know, a lot of teachers, you know, they stay behind, you know, and I know it just puts a smile and on their face when they see someone get it immediately when they have a student and you know they just you know they they soak up the material and knowledge and you you know because and the thing about it you know teachers are really preparing these students young individuals for the world I mean they're getting them ready to send them out whether they immediately jump into the workforce aspect there or You know if they go to a four-year college or whatever the case is you know so they're really trying to be the best advocate they can be and you know uh, prepare them for the world's worst Uh, we know it's a crazy world out there so i just don't think they get enough credit and i think a lot of people can attest and know that but um you know props to her for going to that profession i know it's not easy but um you know i know there's a strong a need for teachers um and it's 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 rewarding like i say i know it's not you know unless you live in a city where they pay a lot of money but yeah there's just not a lot of money uh with that profession but yeah yeah we just uh they're the real heroes just not only them but of course the nurses with everything going through the pandemic but yeah teachers are definitely unsung heroes Episode 28, I spoke with this guy, uh, yesterday we were texting, uh, Nathan Marks, uh, who is now down in Houston, uh, living a life down there. And he just landed a, a, a big job. Congratulations. He just said, it's everything I, I dream I would want in a job and benefit. So again, congrats to that guy. Um, we had a really good podcast. Um, you know, he had done some mission work, um, and he came back and he had, um, he had something happen. And you have to definitely um, tune in that episode number 28 with him and just kind of see uh, what's going on with him. It's a very interesting uh, journey he's had and the things he's had to go through and overcome. But he's still fighting uh, the good fight. So, uh, yeah, keep on fighting, Nathan. At 29, I had another one of my cousins on, Crystal Cornelius. And uh, she has a jewelry line, Bajou Jewelry, you can check that on uh, Facebook, and I believe she has an Instagram Instagram page as well. But uh, show her some love, uh, just thoughtful gifts, for, you know, Mother's Day, birthdays, anniversary gifts, just whatever, you know, for, you know, girlfriend, whoever. Definitely check her out, that's Bajou Jewelry, B-I-J-O-U Jewelry. Check her out on Facebook. And uh, also, she talked to us about body positivity. positivity. (laughs) I hardly can say that word. But anyway, she dove into that uh, with us. And just, uh, you know, especially, you know, hey, love yourself no matter what, you know, you look like. Um, You know, hey, we're all human beings. Uh, We all look different. I think that's what makes the world unique and beautiful is that, um, yeah, we don't look like each other. Um, so part of God's creation and we just need to live with it and go and at number 34 before we take a quick commercial break here uh, we have the Alcoholicast oh my gosh let me tell you how that went that was insane so me Jason and uh, Brandon uh, did, did that and it was actually um, oh I'm sorry not Brandon uh, Ryan Cobb sorry about that but yeah, me Ryan and Jason, we did that uh, podcast, and it was like two days before Christmas, <laughs> so like Christmas Eve, Eve, I guess, if you will. But anyway, um, we had oh, it was so much fun, but oh wow, the the drinks we tasted, uh, oh, it was horrible. Uh, the the uh, the brew and everything, oh, it was some. It was some nasty stuff, but uh, we managed to get through it. And um, the funniest thing I always remember, and I can never remember who makes it, but there was this brew called Scrimshaw, and it was just, it. it was I call it the, 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 the fish of beer, basically. Oh, uh, I mean, it, it just smelled like fish. It, it, it was bad, just kind uh, des- of descriptive of what that was like. But I just remember uh, Ryan saying, ooh, that's some damn good scrimshaw. And I think he got that from The Simpsons. Um, I haven't seen the episode, but it was pretty, 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 pretty funny. Well, we are going to be next on 31 through 40. We're almost getting close to the end here, uh, analyzing the compilation of the Happy Hour with Ryan episode. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, get you another drink and come back with us and enjoy some tunes here. We'll be back. guys, we are back here on Happy Hour with Ryan and our next Slew compilation of episodes going through each one, diving in to our guest for 2021. Uh, we'll kick off these last 20 here uh, with a year end review. So wow, what a year it has been, over a year since uh, the COVID-19 virus hit us or so that we thought. There was even reports it was even um, in America toward the end of last year. Who knows? Um, we are gradually kind of getting back to everything. Um, it's really good to see uh, people out and about. Um, you know, and I know, you know, some some people are, will continue to wear their mask. But um, yeah, it seems like We're getting back to a little normal normalcy. It's it's probably, I would say, maybe 30%. You know, we've still got a way to go, um, you know. So hopefully by the end of the year, by 2022, uh, definitely. I know my big thing, concerts. um, Man, I miss concerts and live music. Although I did get to see... A great group I've been wanting to see here in Little Rock, Arkansas. They're actually out of Missouri, called the Mixtapes and they do a bunch of '90s uh, cover songs. And man, they're just—they're just too cool and awesome. So me and a friend of mine, Montreux, who hopefully come on season two, we actually went and saw them here at the Library downtown in Little Rock, Arkansas. So it was a treat to to hear them. So yeah, crazy year, um, you know, not only with the pandemic and everything, uh, a lot of people started working from home and I kind of attest to that myself and, and vouch. Um, probably gonna be at home for a while unless I change jobs, um, which is cool about me. You know, I love working at home. I know some people, they can't deal. Uh, they have to get out and everything. And I'm like, man, I am just thinking, everyone I've talked to on the phone, I'm just like, man, I've pretty much been at home um, since last year, but I, I, I could stay a little bit longer, and I've been going into a work building since I was 17, you know, since my senior year in high school, so I would be fine working, you know, a few years at home, you know, and, and maybe for a while, even further than that, you know, but <laughs> we'll see how that's going to go, but um, we also had... And we kind of touched on it earlier, a couple of guests I had on, but, um, yeah, crazy election. A uh, while wow, Just from last summer, what happened with Mr. George Floyd and a lot of other things, it just became inevitable that people were wanting to see someone new in office, no matter, you know, they just wanted to see something different. Apparently what wasn't working out. And then there are those maybe that would think, you know, it still worked out, you know, and everything and um so everybody was kind of on pins and needles back in November um you know we just didn't know what was gonna happen you know who knows you know but uh yeah it it is it's a crazy thing you know um I think I've kind of touched on it before but it's crazy we're kind of sectioned off or it's almost like we have to pick a side I remember Charles Barkley was saying on NBA inside, uh, on TNT, you know, when the insurrection, all that happened on January 6th, earlier this year, you know, he was saying, you know, I blame, you know, the guy that was in the white house, but just really taking it a step further. I have to agree with them. I really kind of blame the people that, you know, some of the legislators and representatives because, you know, it just seems like, You know, he said, you got people in Georgia. Georgia was a huge state, um, you know, battleground state. And it's just like, oh, you know, we have to get two Republicans or we have to get two Democrats. And, you know, it's like, you know, there's controversy. You know, people are saying they're both stubborn, but it's just like we can't come together on the fact of to to do something better for the country. And I remember some of the senators were standing up talking after uh, the insurrection happened and. You know, uh, one guy, I think he was out of Oklahoma and I loved what he said. He was just basically like, you know, really, we're doing it for you guys, the people, you know, even though we're kind of the face, you, you know, of our state, you know, we're, you know, the people really do have the power, you know, and I think that's why it's such an urgency people stressing others to go out and vote. You know, if you want to see change vote, you can't just, you know necessarily always just say stuff on social media that's not really gonna do a whole lot um you know and you know you got to put pen to paper pretty much in that aspect at least what i think you know of course you know we can continue to echo stuff on social media you know that's that's a those are big platforms i'm not denouncing that or anything but um yeah, I mean, you know, if we want to see some change, we got to fight for it. You know, in more ways than one. Um, you know, you saw people protesting out last summer because of the the brutalities and everything by the police. Um, but uh, yeah, and I think a lot of people basically they were they they were listening to stuff was going on, but they weren't really hearing. And uh, and and me and one of my fraternity brothers, we're actually not talking right now. And it's, it's been since September, October last year, it was even before the election, you know? And it's just like, now it's really crazy, you know, like I understand. And I even saw a former um, coworker of mine, he had posted. uh, So, you know, he's receiving like threatening messages and phone calls and that he's racist and everything like that. You know, I know everybody's not going to agree on a lot of things. But about taking someone's life, you know, that's that's just, to me, in my opinion, that, that's just going too far, you know. And I know people have different opinions on it. Some may agree. Some may disagree with me. But, you know, when you see someone uh, that, that's um, not a minority go inside of a church and dealing I can't remember his, his name, but you go goes in a church and. You know this group of African American people—they're having Bible study—and he shoots them up, like shoots shoots these individuals there. You know these innocent people lost their lives in South Carolina, I believe. And police arrive, and you know they—you know no physical force, anything—they just take him out. Oh, and uh, by the way, uh, he's like, oh, I'm hungry. Oh, do you want to go by Burger King? Then you get African American or, you know, whoever it is, and they're getting treated way worse and not even doing uh, maybe even a fraction of that. There's just no excuse or reason to even back, you know, someone's actions like that up, you know, Um, it it just it's just baffling. And even within the insurrection and everybody and you can't tell me everybody that saw what happened on January 6th. Was like that had been black people. We already know what would have happened, and a lot of people were thinking that. How many you're gonna say it? I mean, I, I just said it obviously, but you know, it, 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 it it's crazy. Uh, again, you know, w- we live in a crazy world. Uh, it's the people that live in the world, you know. But uh, and and not all obviously are bad, but it's just it's just how do you justify that? How do you justify? <clears throat> Treating one race one way and then another. You know, it's something that we definitely need to work on and everything. (music) Apologize about that. I had to get some water, clear my throat and whatnot, but uh, cleanse my palate. But anyway, uh, 32, we had uh, Roger Green who... um, came on from the little rock area and he had actually taken a, a route and uh went to usc played on the great uh pete carroll and ended up coming back home and uh he ended up transferring to fayetteville um and playing with the arkansas razorbacks and uh just to hear his journey and his story and uh this great person just and I remember meeting him and it was documented on the podcast. I remember meeting him at a bar here in Little Rock and and it's crazy I didn't even know who he was and I just kind of walked up to him we and it, we were dancing and I asked him to do the kid and play and he would, he knew exactly what what was going on and what the deal was so and then we we hung out sometimes after but uh yeah yeah just very positive person and uh he's just done great things and just attested that uh more recently just um you know people just recognizing uh great individuals in the community and so that that that's what this is all about uh you know helping others with your gifts here at 33 we had jared williams and our first local celebrity matthew mershon on and it it was it was awesome to get kind of two different perspectives of you know coming from you know maybe a more uh you know raised up in you know conservative area and then you know um matt you know growing up in uh the north midwest area and uh it it was a great show and everything and matt matt's a an anchor news anchor and uh, you know and everything and also it's it's uh it's now pride month uh, happy pride to to everyone out there um i know you guys have you guys had had our backs um uh, since the beginning of time even when we were fighting for our rights and everything so we're fighting for you guys now and everything um in episode thirty-four, I had Drew Hickenbotham, and uh, and then Drew's going through. Uh, he's going through sickness a little bit right now, and and it was just amazing, you know. And he would just told me about his job and how they they, you know, basically let him go, and I was just like, man, that's not right, you know. They kind of knew what you were going through and everything. And it's just amazing, you know. We were talking about earlier about you know valuing people, your employees at, at you know jobs, and and definitely not the case here. Uh, and 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 I've experienced it as many others, you know, have done as well. It's just crazy how the workplace um, and how the higher ups, uh, you know, do some things. But uh, we got into. We talked about healthcare on that episode, and you know, I know Bernie was pushing that. You know, had he got elected universal healthcare for everyone, and it's crazy. I remember 2013 where I worked, and 2014 and they were talking about where now you pretty much had to get insurance, and it's crazy. You just really never know. It's one of those things like health insurance, like now you have to have it, you know, it's almost. I mean, you know, they really recognize that people need it and, uh, you know, people can say what they want. Um, I know my wife in particular, um, you know, she needed Obamacare and a lot of people probably can attest to that as well. And then some people are griping about it. And, you know, of course, you know, there's going to be, you know, more money taken out of your paycheck, especially if you have, uh, you know, dependents and everything of that nature. But that has saved a lot of people's lives. It really has. Um, I just don't think people, you know, know the magnitude of that. I I mean, I'm sure everybody knows someone that has either disease or condition or illness or whatever it is. And and like I said, that, you know, helped a lot of people out in the end and just getting approved, you know, with that. Because a lot of people, it was just year to year. You just didn't know until you got that letter. So you're just kind of waiting and in limbo, limbo you're just like oh man am I ever gonna you know get approved or not and so yeah universal health care for everyone um everyone needs it you never know and I remember when I had my gallbladder surgery <clears throat> it happened out, it happened out tremendously having health insurance if I wouldn't have had there, there's no telling what would have happened but uh yeah yeah it's good to have at 35, we had Patrick Dunlop and learned a lot about this individual. We've been friends for a while. Patrick's now in New Orleans. Saw him at my wedding last uh, March. But anyway, brilliant in, in the video game industry and, and, and designing video games and, and everything, man. Just kind of hearing his story. And I didn't even know he had got accepted to MIT, which blew my mind. I was just like, what? You know, it's just... Wow. And he decided not to go, uh, which you'll dive into that story on the show. Episode 36, we had Aaron uh, Jones on and, uh, you know, it's just really cool, um, you know, listening and hearing how, you know, he's preparing for his daughter, you know, when she grows up and, you know, having that kind of that nest egg, you know, you just never know what, you know, you never know what's going to happen in the future. But, uh, you know, just having everything in order and being professional and um, just 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 knowing that um, you have something, you know, and and your children have something to fall back on later in life. So, you know, great episode there. And also, even with episode 37, Kenyon Jacobs, a former colleague of mine, you know, he the same way, you know, and he has a daughter. And, uh, you know, it's just good having those different business ventures, those side hustles, if you will, um, you know, because, man, you just, you just never know what some jobs, uh, how it's going to turn out. Um, and, and, you know, it's just good to have something to fall back on, as I uh, just recently uh, touched on there. Lorraine Stiger comes in at episode 38, and this kicked off our month of women empowerment, just and uh over the last several years just just seeing so many women just shatter the glass ceiling um thus far and still going on and um you know she's working on her doctorate which is awesome um so she's you you know she's done you know workshops seminars you know whatever she's spoken um at you know different businesses organizations and and, you know even had conference call meetings and it's just really interesting to kind of learn more about and she's in the sex education department if i'm not mistaken and uh yeah she's gonna do really great she's gonna do really great here in little rock at episode 39 we had christy beard so it's kind of like our world traveler um you know, it's really cool if you can just, you know, get out and just see just, just the landscape of everything in, in the in domestically and also, um, you know, if you get to internationally, but, uh, Christy, uh, from right here in Arkansas and she's a speech, uh, pathologist in, um, uh, the, in Alaska and, uh, you know, it's, it's, if anyone ever is out there is, is, you know, thinking about getting into that and, may not be married may not have any children that's definitely might be an avenue to pursue and benefits are great and uh you know she's pretty much kind of like a nomad you know uh, living there and just you know transporting by plane to these different villages so it's really cool listening to that and uh, her uh feel that she's in there and just helping those individuals and those kids <clears throat> you know and and, and being a a teacher and a mentor to young uh, uh, adults they young individuals. And uh, episode 40 right here before we go to a quick commercial a musical break here. Joe Ariano's rounds out uh, this uh, next to the last of our top 10 here at number 40. And uh, Joe went to the prestigious SCAD uh, school in uh, Savannah, Georgia. Uh, man, her art is just impeccable and incredible, and uh, a couple, a few years ago, she actually uh, made me, and my my wife got it made, but it was a Black Panther wallet, which, thank you again, Joe, I love it, I use it, I don't even, I haven't bought a wallet in in, um, several, several years, and I use that every day, and it's just really cool, it's just, you know, support, like we always say, support our local artists. But just the detail and the hours of work put in. And it's just, it looks awesome. And it's just really great to get something authentic. And uh, she also uh, recently just got married this year. And congrats to her and Galen again. And we'll get to him as we round out the last 10 of our 50 compilation episodes of Happy Hour with Ryan. But, uh, and, and and Joe's very outspoken. Um, you can tell on that show if you go back and listen to it and, um, you know, it's really awesome uh, to have a great friend like that who, who you know, you know, speaks up and, um, you know, because it, it, it's really good to have a voice uh, today in the community. And, you know, I just don't think people realize how much it is to to go to bat for people and how important it should be to go to bat for people. Uh, no matter what they look like, where they come from, you know, background, anything like that. So, after we uh, get back from this quick commercial musical break, we'll be rounding out the last uh, 10 here of the top episodes of Happy Hour with Ryan. Stay tuned. <laughs> The show and for before we end these last uh 10 episodes here on this compilation of 2020 2021 Happy Hour with Ryan. Hey, if you're ever interested in getting into the podcast uh game, if if you ever want to put uh your work out there, uh, just just put your um, uh, you know, echo your your words of wisdom, uh, just whatever it is, I want to put your show out there, definitely check out Anchor, uh, download the app, it's free, and uh, and as well as, you can put your material out there for free, um, and it's tutorial, five small short steps, walks you through everything in detail, of how to set up your podcast, episode or show, um, and now they've got to deal with Spotify, now you can incorporate uh, music, uh, in it and also you get a little, little little, change in the pocket not much but you know a little starting out um, uh, you know change here or there you just never know but so definitely check it out um, just download Anchor it's, it's uh, purple square and got the little lime green squiggly line inside of it but yeah definitely check out Anchor if you're deciding to get into the podcast world there so we'll kick off with episode 41 uh, here. Dr. Stephanie McCoy had her on a couple of months ago, and uh, she's married to one of my friends, uh, Jeff, and uh, Stephanie also went to school with my wife, uh, Jennifer, and I was telling her toward the end of the podcast, you know, she reminds me so much of Michelle Obama, uh, just everything she does, uh, her work, and just her intellect and everything. Um yeah, just really great. Great student um of the game. Uh and she's worked with Susan G. Coleman. Um so that's really awesome. But uh yeah, we kind of followed there. She uh gave us an insight into her journey, uh, uh education and everything and went through the Clinton Public School, just man, just in, impeccable resume. Uh, so definitely check out that episode see what she had to say on that in 42 and totally, we get to uh Brandon's wife Erica uh, Flower and Erica is originally from Little Rock but now lives in Auburn California and at one point also lived in San Francisco and we went out there a few years to visit um her and I've only been once uh that area Uh, my wife she's been several times and recently went last year and they just had a baby and um their daughter actually celebrates a birthday here pretty soon the same day as my grandma's birthday july 15th so nothing happens we're planning on uh, flying out there to be with them and uh, goddaughter's uh birthday first birthday so that is awesome but Yeah, uh, Erica actually is a traveling nurse. Uh, She worked for uh, one of the best Arkansas Children's Hospitals here in Little Rock, Arkansas. It was actually featured, they did a piece excerpt on it on, um, I want to say, 2020 maybe. I may be possibly wrong on that. Um, About a little bit over 10 years ago. But uh, yeah, it was crazy. You know, she was talking about COVID and how that impacted her. It was kind of interesting you know, her going back in, um, you know, to work and that, that's a scary time. And, uh, and, and somebody put this on Facebook. I just remembered a while back, you know, nurses really, I mean, they should have debt wiped off the rest of their life as long as they live. Um, just the stuff they went through and man, that's, that's a tough job, but, but (laughs) with COVID going on, that's even just, uh wow you just you know your just heart goes out to those that you know in the nursing field uh, just so much they they deal with on a daily basis so you guys keep up the good work there in episode 43 we had randy Wynn um and uh, randy is filipino so it was awesome to uh hear about you know his lineage and his background and his family ancestry you know um and just learning about Asian-American culture and everything of that nature. And it was a really good episode. Uh, Randy also and talked about and stressed that, you know, they took education really seriously in his family. And he's very educated. Um, and he also is into the sneakers game, which seems like it's kind of being brought back to the forefront. Um, you know, eBay's already, you know, they I also have a section where you can actually buy, you know, it's authenticity guaranteed with shoes, and he has a page on Instagram checking out, uh, Pino underscore kicks, as P-I-N-O underscore K-I-X, check out, uh, you know, he does raffles and everything, and hopefully take part in a raffle soon, but, um, yeah, he's, he even goes to sneaker cons, and I was like, wow, they, I like they have something for everything now, so it was a really good episode. Episode 44, we had Nick Mastowski, and uh, he came on the show, uh, met Nick at UCA by way of Sigma Nu fraternity. Um, man, uh, you know, Nick was, was going through a tough time there, and uh, we were talking about earlier like addiction amongst some other things, and you know, it's great. He, he's doing great in his life and has a wife and, and, and children. He has a family. And he's also helping others and almost, you know, being a living testimony is like, hey, guys, you can get through it, you know, and everything. And it's just it's just incredible the work he's doing um, in the social um, services field. It's it's just it's just great. It's great to see. And, you know, you're almost like, you know, kind of giving back to your community and you're seeing like, man, I went through this, too. and, And, you know. You're no different. You can get through it, you know, just as much as, um, you know, I did. And, you know, you're kind of walking along with them in life. And that's really cool. Episode 45, I had my cousin Ryan uh, J. Hunter on. And uh, Ryan, I believe, probably was the first young, young adult we had on the podcast. And at that, extremely uh, great uh, collegiate athlete at, at the college level. And, uh, you know, he, he's been in Missouri uh, the last four or five years in college. He's set to graduate with his uh, bachelor's in kinesiology. Congratulations, Ryan. But, um, man, I could just imagine, and I've always wondered how athletes, you know, how their scheduling is. And he was uh, talking about, you know, waking up at 5, 6 in the morning and going to do weights and then going right directly Grabbing a bike, going to class, being a class till maybe one or two, then going for um, baseball practice. So you could just imagine that's a full schedule. That's almost, that's over eight hours. So I just imagine, but man, he's just done great um, there in uh, uh, Mizzou there. Uh, 46, we had Dennis Hoover who. Uh, great father husband and uh, father of of three beautiful children uh, um, there are god children as well uh, or i like to throw that out there but um uh, yeah just just great person great guy uh great provider um you know he was just you know i remember we were doing this podcast a couple of years ago i still remember he was just like you know i do anything for my wife and family and you know that's what it's about you know just Being there for them and being a provider and just doing everything, you know, to make sure and ensure they're happy and they're taken care of. You know, that's that's just that's almost old school, you you know, dads and everything and whatnot. So, yeah, just applaud him and everything he does. He's like our super dad uh, there in our community. At 47, we had Galen Lou Allen. So Galen is actually uh, Joe's husband. And uh, so glad we did a podcast together. and he just fit just well with our group. Um, I mean, it was just almost like, you know, we don't even look at him as a stranger. He just came in and fit right in. And uh, And he and Joe met actually at their karate uh, dojo. and it was just awesome to. and I saw their wedding online. Uh, they got married uh, about a month, little bit over a month ago. And just seeing, you know, how they, uh, you know, so many friends from different parts of the world, just kind of like ours, came in for the wedding and everything. And yeah, it was just, it was just awesome to see her happy and and just finally found like a soulmate. You know, that's really great. In episode 48, we had a CB Bird. uh, So this is just a few weeks ago. You know, and he was talking about, you know, on the grind and working two jobs and, He could tell the difference in working at a retail store where, you know, this is on Black Friday. They're like, okay, we'll take 30 minutes, and we know Black Friday is super, you know, everybody's busy that's worked on a Black Friday. But he could tell, you know, oh, yeah, you know, go on your 30-minute lunch or whatever. And then him working at the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, though, being more appreciative, like, okay, well, here's, since you're here during the holiday... You know, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, whichever. Let us show you how much we appreciate you and actually have them sit down and have an actual meal. You know, it's one thing to just kind of like, you know, push somebody out there and, you know, well, here's 30 minutes, you know, and it just, you get that sense that, you know, you're not really valued and appreciated. And you sit back and like, wow, this company now I'm with, you know, they, really took the time to really echo how much they appreciate, which is this retail company, you know, nationwide. They just, you know, you're just another number, basically. So it was interesting getting his perspectives on that. At 49, uh, uh, Jamer Bolanos we had on. And uh, it's just awesome seeing him because when I was uh, a pledge marshal, um, over he and his fellow uh, pledge brothers it was awesome you know i almost seeing him grow up in a sense you know go through college and him having two businesses um and, and just kind of learning the ins and outs and uh man just to come here and have a dream really you know come come here from venezuela and had a had a dream and everything and Man, even been on TV, Guy Fieri was here uh, profiling his restaurant and he was he talked about that on the podcast. You have to go back and listen to that episode, but just really cool to hear and you could just tell, you know, a lot of work put in day uh, near pretty much six, seven days a week and countless amount of hours, but you know, just been able to again provide for the family and just make sure and ensure that they're happy. And to round out uh, our episode number 50 for our Happy Hour episodes of the year for the podcast, um, Robert Nunn, who uh, documented just a few days ago, who actually campaigned for uh, Bernie Sanders. And, um, you know, I think recently I saw a post, he was going through something with his job and he had just... I had a birthday. Happy belated birthday as well to you, Robert. And uh, But, uh, man, it's it's pretty cool to just kind of be honored. You know, you're campaigning around in the community, but, man, to get and to be able to go on that national stage and campaign for someone like a Bernie Sanders, you know, running for president, man, that's not once but twice. So that's pretty cool that he got to do that. And, uh, you know, and he... And Bernie almost—he—he he, the first time he almost got there. Um, and you know, like I was saying um, a few days ago, I think man, if, if Hillary might would have got Bernie, you know, because I and you know a lot of people voted for for our, uh, Bernie Sanders in the in the um, in the primary, and it's just it's crazy to what would have been, you know, that would have been a hard team to beat. But anyway, uh, guys, thank you so much for, uh it comes to, to a conclusion, man, those were your uh, 50 episodes, uh, basically. Uh, man, we did it. We did it. Got it done. And uh, just thank you again to everybody that was on the podcast. I'm sure you will be hearing a lot of these voices on season two and man so many new ones as well man just haven't even really scratched the surface of who's going to be on the podcast you know it's it and i like it being a mystery almost you know you never know who's going to really come on the show uh each and every week uh you know a lot of these people you probably don't know and some if you're local here in arkansas and even in little rock so to speak you definitely know but It's just great to hear these brilliant minds from different parts of the world, you know, and everything and, you know, and, and, you know, I was, when I was kind of rebranding the podcast, I was like, okay, you know, I'm just really, I'm doing something, but I'm trying to figure out, okay, you know, what's going to be, you know, the why, you know, um, you know, what's the gist of my podcast? And I'm like, oh man, it's staring me in the face meeting with all these beautiful different individuals um, that all, you know, walk a different part of life and, you know, deal with it on a daily basis, whatever hits them head on, you know, whatever robots they go through along their journey um, in this walk of life. So it's just cool to get different people of, of uh, you know, different backgrounds, races, you know, where they came from. You know, we we've had international... Um, individuals on um, you, you know it's just it's just it's just incredible um, so hope we'll, hopefully we'll have more and just just you know hopefully I can connect and, and meet more people uh, you know I think I get it from a grandma I've, I've stated numerous times you know I just never met a stranger and I love meeting people and love visiting with people because I was the only child and many that don't know um, so I never grew up with any siblings, and I was always, and I would even get sad sometimes, like, I would be wanting to, like, each and every weekend, you know, uh, be wanting to get out and play with other kids, you know, Um, so, yeah, and I was always wanting to go places too. something else, I don't know if I've really touched on, but I love to travel, Um, love to just go places, even if it was an hour away, I just love the thrill and excitement, just knowing, you know. Uh, going somewhere that I like or maybe even going somewhere a few hours away that I I haven't been so yeah really cool you just never know who you're going to meet in in this lifetime but anyway that will wrap up season one Uh, we'll be back with uh, season two here soon you never know when it's going to drop so stay tuned and thank you to everyone who has listened to the show this year I appreciate love you guys and take care and uh, man COVID it's it's hopefully coming to an end we we, we've just about made it we've had we've lost some loved ones in that time but man we're we're still striving and, and just doing the best we can and and you know it's it's really great um people are not giving up and that's the main thing we can't give up glad we're fighting this together and uh yeah we'll be uh y'all be uh doing some shows soon here so uh, definitely be on the lookout and all you guys take care have a great rest of your week